We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up? What's up? What's up? And welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house again. What's going on, Q? Man, it seems like deja vu just a couple of days ago. I thought I heard your voice, Rock. You did, my friend. You did. This is a part two. A part two. The comeback. The payback. And we're also joined with my boy, Hoop in the house. What's going on, Hoop? Maintaining. How y'all doing? Keeping it. Keeping it. Uh, trying to keep it real, I guess. And speaking of keeping it. Keeping it real, we're joined by Keeping It Sexy, LG. I'm the LG on my shirt. Man, ready to get into some more Falcon talk, man. There's a lot of changes going on. Yeah. A lot of changes. Yeah, man. Just to rehash, you know, this is part two of our last show that we did, and uh, we had a lot to talk about, so we got to break it up into two parts. And uh, Al was on the first part, but Al, we just pretty much went over the previous season and and the changes that they've done. And uh, we're supposed to have a guest tonight who's going to, a professional, who's going to help us understand some of these changes. So we'll get a little more into that yes. when, we, when we get him on. But let's go ahead and go where we left off, man, with uh, Around the League. Any good games I want to talk about that happened in the playoffs? Playoff edition. Well, well I, before we get too too ahead of ourselves, I guess we all ended the phone call in time to watch the national championship game on Monday. Right. And um, that didn't end quite the way I thought it would end. Oh, no, it didn't. Alabama got beat up like Tina Turner. Oh, I forgot about that, man. Roll oh, that tiger. Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger. Yeah, man. Upstate's right. finest, Clemson University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Nick Saban get out coached like that before, man. That was crazy. Yeah, he got out coached big time. He freaked out, man. He, <laughs> he was making dumb calls. He pulled a Kirby. Did a damn yeah. thing punt. He did. <laughs> With, uh, he did. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, Holder as a lead blocker. I know, man. Desperate men do desperate things. And it goes to yep. show, man, you know, I'll give Kirby a break now because, you know, when you get in that situation and you're, you know, you start freaking out, you start making dumb decisions. So, and Nick just proved that any anybody can do that. Here, here's a recipe for getting your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, but but had it worked out, he would have looked like a genius, though. So I always I always give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, he would look like a genius yeah. had it worked. So well, he's still the coach. He's still the coach of college football, though, coaching. No, no. But um, uh, well, what do y'all think? Though, you, like, 
You think Clemson's going to be the, is the new powerhouse, man, to beat? They're certainly they not like afraid it. of Alabama. Look at that. They have Alabama. They taught Georgia number. something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dabble's doing the thing, man, up there, man. You know, and those boys are playing hard. And they did something that uh, something that I wish Georgia would do is that they didn't they didn't let up off Alabama, man. Once they tasted blood, man, they just kept their foot on their necks the entire time. Well, I know it definitely should boost these kids, uh, you know, heads up for coming into next year, though. So, you know, so they still should look the same coming into next season. They got lucky there wasn't a quarterback change. If there was a quarterback change, that game would have ended differently. What about? That's why I'm surprised that didn't happen, though. I'm surprised. It did. Happen. I know, right? It did. They got desperate. It did happen, didn't I think it? It was too little, too too little, too late, wasn't it? Yeah, they brought Jalen in. Fourth quarter, to tell you the truth. Yeah, they put two out uh, and they brought Jalen in. And Jalen, he, 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 he have no answer. You <laughs> about <laughs> the transfer they said today? He put his name in the uh, transfer pool. Yeah, get out of there. He's really hurt. Yeah, he's leaving, man. Now, 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 everybody's upset too with Georgia's quarterback transferring, saying you know you're, you're, you're putting mud on Georgia's name by saying you're transferring because of the racial slurs by the baseball player, and that shouldn't be the your reason for transferring. It should be another reason. So. Things ain't things ain't all uh, flowers and rainbows in Athens right now. Yeah, yeah, but his sister still goes there, so they don't think he's gonna get that hardship to play next year. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know now. We'll see. I don't know, but this definitely mm-hmm. puts more pressure on Athens, man. I mean, they drop back to uh, number three, man, because they now they have to go through Bama and Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, you beat Bama in the SEC championship, and then you go fight Clemson. So you know you. It'll be all right. Yeah, I hope so. Hell no! I hope so. But, uh, Clemson ain't no joke, man. So that was a good good game. I watched the entire thing. What do y'all think about Trevor Lawrence, man? He's from uh, Georgia, Cartersville, man. And, oh, yeah. We look like the truth. Sunshine. Nick Saban got, <laughs> Nick Saban got crushed by a fresh redshirt uh, freshman. No, true freshman. You know true freshman. Sure. True freshman, yes. Wow. <laughs> High school last year. I mean, that mm. that just said, I think everybody who, all these Alabama fans are like, they're, they're walking around like zombies. That they can't believe that that happened. Yeah, that bad. Yeah. I listen to uh, Alabama talk radio, man. And I mean, it's, you could think they were about <laughs> to drop off. They were about to drop off buildings, man. You steal my page out of my book. Go to the other, go to the other teams, uh, yep. radio stations, and listen to them. Listen to them. I love it. I did, man. And they were like, you know, call in, and you know, we, we'll try to be help you get through this. But man, their fans, with, fan base was hurt, man. I did the same thing. I, I listened to Paul uh, Paul Feinbaum's show right. last all, pretty much all this week at the gym, and um, you know, they, they they're sour. Okay, I think he's hello, Ovi. How you doing? Hey, man. How are you, man? I'm glad we got you finally. All right, everybody. We have uh, former Falcon Ovi Mihaly back on the show once again. Ovi, man. How have you been, man? I've been good. I've been real good. I've been staying busy and been uh, uh, <laughs> enjoying my my crazy kids. Uh, we just got <laughs> our, our nephew living with us now. He came from Oakland, California. So we have a 14-year-old uh, teenager. We got a 9-year-old girl. Uh, we have a six-year-old girl, and we have a, a four, my four-year-old son. 
Uh, we, we got a full house, four different schools, four different extracurriculars. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm pitching in like Mr. Mom driving the minivan half the time, uh, you know, helping her out. Oh, man, that's nice, man. That's nice. Man, sounds like a um, Bernie Mac joke. Remember Bernie Mac had all the yeah. kids come in with the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is, Doc. I'll be sticking away to work just so I can get the beat. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, we won't keep you too long, Ovi. We just wanted to, you know, talk with you a little bit, man. Get your opinions about what you thought this year of what's happening with the Falcons, man, and and also get your opinions on the new coaching hires, man. So, uh, what, what was your thoughts, man? And what how did you what you think about uh, what happened? You tell me what happened. I, I was watching it like everybody else. And as a former player and a Falcons fan through and through, right. uh, Matt Ryan and Julio, the only guys who I, I played with who are still there. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, you know, being in the city, I, I want them to do well. And when the Falcons win, it makes, you know, makes the, the beer taste better, the food taste better. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, the birds chirp a little, little louder. And, uh, we didn't get that this and, and Jamal Anderson gets a little higher. <laughs> oh, no. oh, he went there. Uh, okay. okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm my bad. It was too easy. It was too easy. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's something that we could say, yeah, we had injuries, but we could also say the rest of the league had injuries. I think pro football focus has those advanced stats to show right. you know, how many stats my starters were missed and you know how much injury uh, affected us. But, you know, if, if the Eagles could have their quarterback injured and then Nick Foles shows up and, you know, other teams can point out they have their running back injured and then somebody's up in a big way. Right. I know backups are backups for a reason, but that's when it goes to the depth of your team and it goes to drafting, the free agent market, how you develop your players. Right. And we, we have some, we have talent that stepped up, yes. but that talent didn't deliver. And they weren't put in positions to win, which I think part of the reason is why the coordinators are gone. Um, all the coordinators being gone, I fully agree with. The OC and DC I get, right. but I obviously have a, a soft spot for Keith Armstrong because right. he was there in 2008 when I was there. Right. And I wasn't a special team ace, but Keith Armstrong turned me into a, you know, a, 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 you know, ultimate Pro Bowl special teamer special teamer because he knows how to bring the best out of everybody. If you watch Hard Knocks, you can right. see that he's passionate. He, he cares about his players. He cares about the game. He cares about the team. Oh, yeah. I feel like he just got caught up in the uh, you know, in the mess while he was sweeping everybody out. He's like, oh, uh, it ain't me. Like, one sibling does something, all the kids get in trouble. Right. So, two of the siblings do something and they hire all three siblings. And uh, I, I don't agree with the special teams change, but with the OC and DC, right. somebody had to fall on their sword. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think Keith's message was getting across like it used to. I mean, you know, he's from the old school and got a lot of young kids on that team. I don't think they was getting the message. That's what it looks like to me. No, no, no. I agree with Obi. My kid has multiple personalities, and when one kid messes up, they all get in trouble. You're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because out of all three. Special teams, you know, perform the, perform the closest to, uh, you know, uh, Falcon level, um, you know, uh, this past season. 
But the OC, seven nine is not good enough. That's not right. good enough for the Falcons team that that we expect now. And I still can't believe that I was part of the the first team that went had back to back winning seasons. Right. Because in, in two thousand eight, nine, ten, I just assumed that franchise has been around long enough. We've had back to back winning seasons. I mean, Michael Vick alone could be in every position and create back to back winning seasons, but it just hadn't happened. Right. So we didn't have that. Uh, that standard, we had that foundation. We, you know, we didn't have the expectation of ourselves, right. nor the fans of us, nor the ownership of us. It was like, yeah, let's see what we get this year. Let's see what, what happens uh, this season, and uh, let's make excuses for everything we can make excuses for. Right. But now, because the Falcons have shown that we're a Super Bowl caliber yes. franchise, and we expect Super Bowl caliber play, right. well, you can't even pull out a winning season. Somebody has got a role. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and that and that and that yeah, that happened, man. And yeah, I mean, you know, the fan base was calling for, it, especially with the OC, and I think the DC was a little shocked for most people. But like you said, I understand that. Yep. You know, DQ can't take a chance; he has to take over and do it himself. But uh, he wasn't going anywhere. You know, Dan Quinn wasn't going anywhere. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no. So, oh, no. <laughs> somebody had to go. Right. Could have been anybody. Right. So what? What do you think about the uh, the new hires, man? We're bringing uh, Dirk back and Mike Malarkey, and uh, you were there when they were there, correct? I was. Well, I was there when Mike was there. Um, Dirk's the one who fired me. I, I don't know how I feel what? about Dirk. Dirk said, "Oh, what? <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah." So, so I, don't, I don't know how I feel about Dirk. He, yeah. he, he had that, uh, that 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 offense that went through the air, and he forgot about going to the ground. Right. Um, but they, they they have a nice combination of you know Dirk and, and Mike Malarkey. Right. And I, I think I heard they both were considered for the offensive coordinator position. Which, uh, it, you know, again, I'm me being biased. I feel like Mike Malarkey would have brought back something special to him. Right. And he was there for Matt Ryan's very first season. And Matt Ryan, if I'm not mistaken, his first throw was a touchdown. His first season went to the playoff. He had a great start. Yeah. And I think yeah. the reason Matt was able to really uh, develop because he had a strong running game. Uh, we were number two big in, in the league in either 08 or 09 with me and Mike Turner and right. Harvey Dahl and Tyson Crabo and uh, Mud Duck and uh, big, uh, big old uh, Sam Baker on the end. Oh, yeah. And uh, Justin Playlock. There we go. We were we were nasty. So we, we were talking about uh, brotherhood. We were talking about, you know, step on somebody's neck. We had that, you know, let's arm and arm and let's sing kumbaya. Let's hold hands. Now, we're, we're trying to, you know, kick butt and take names. And uh, I jokingly said when I was on the radio the other day, like, they need to change their tagline because other teams call us soft. Right. Uh, other, other teams, other players say, you know, they got like one or two bangers that has a hole. You know, it's kind of soft. And right. now that the brotherhood mantra is making us soft, I, I believe in teamwork. I believe in fighting people. I think all that stuff they're doing is great. It's just they've been doing it for a bit now. And with all the list coaching change, it, it'd be no better time than to find some other mantra to let people know it's a new era, a new guard, even though it's the same coaches. Anyway, it's, a, it's a new era for the Falcons. Yeah. And we're still, we're still in brotherhood, but we also trying to, you know, kick some butt and take some names and let people know that we ain't to be messed with. All right, yeah. yeah. I got a question for you real quick. Without a true fullback, do we have too many small running backs on the team? 
think you guys are too small. Um, we, we, we do. I mean, I, I don't understand this desire to just eliminate fullbacks. Uh, I don't think fullbacks. Well, part, part of it I, I, is that from high school to college, the, the true fullback who can block first and also carry the ball, also catch on the backfield. There are less of them. Or there are less of them. Or chicken or the egg. What came first? But offensive coordinators aren't incorporating them into their schemes. And I think that's a mistake because with the smaller backs that you know we have and that you see around the league, having someone a uh, tip of the spear at the point of the attack makes it so much easier in any scheme. Like, Mike Turner knew he didn't have to slow down. He didn't have to, you know, kind of pause. He didn't have to gather himself to see what was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen because he had a a large fullback that was going to erase whatever human being decided to make the poor choice of stepping in front of me. Like, he he just knew that. You know, you you, you watch the film. I don't don't have a highlight video, but you Google Michael Turner highlights and anything from 2000. Before you gotta go, I, I got two quick questions I want to ask you. One's a Mike Vick sure. question, and one's a Jamal Anderson question. Dirty Bird, Jamal Anderson. Which one you want first? Uh, let's go, with Mike Vick. We have something, something, something good. All right. With everything Mike Vick went through with the dog fighting and getting put out of the league, are you surprised that he's been able to resurrect himself like he did? I mean, this dude is. He's, uh, he, you know, he came back, he played for the Eagles, we all know, and now he has, uh, you know, he's co-hosting on the NFL on Sunday mornings, uh, show, and, uh, and now he's the offensive coordinator for this, for this football team here in Atlanta. Are you surprised that he could come back from all that? Because, I mean, killing dogs is something that's like, at the time, we were all kind of like, Ugh. that's like, you know, it, we saw it, the R. Kelly video, we were like, <laughs> I absolutely don't. I don't advocate killing dogs, but right. you can't tell me that what he did wasn't uh, made worse because of who he was, position he was in, the fact that people like to see, you know, uh, successful black men fall, and don't get me started into that. But there, there is so much more into that than just him killing dogs. There is, you know, uh, Jim Bob killing dogs right now, and somebody can catch him and say, oh, yeah. like, all right, go on, stop doing that. And, but uh, Michael Vick does it, and they want to crucify this man. And it's just the comment. There are still people to this day, to this day, that still have yeah. issues with what Mike Vick did. I mentioned his name, like at the uh, last game of the Georgia Dome, where they brought Mike Vick and Roddy White out, and 95 of the fans were loving it. Like I mentioned that, you know, I was just happy to be on the field with, you know, with Finneran and, and Mike and Roddy and a yeah. bunch of guys I play with and be honored as well. And, and the lady was like, Mike Vick, oh, I don't even know why they let him out of jail. Kill those dogs, he's be ashamed of himself. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, there are murderers who get out of jail at some point. Well, he murdered those dogs. So there, there's some people who just aren't going to like it. Right. So I am I, I am surprised because there is, there is such a unexpected backlash against them. 
I'm happy that people came to their senses and realized that if they weren't given second chances, they probably wouldn't be where they are. If they had a camera following them every exactly. step of the way, they probably had more mistakes on their record. Right. And that if you treat people how you want to be treated, then you know, you, you'll, you'll understand why Mike was given a second chance because he's a good dude, a good person. I think he's shown people right. you know, his, uh, his true nature. Cool. And the second question is, you know who the WWE is? Vince McMahon, the Wrestling Alliance. You know about all that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came to the uh, the George Dome and uh, when WrestleMania was there, I got a chance to take my uh, my sister and brother and uh, uh, and meet Triple H and a bunch of the guys. It was, it was fun. I'm a big fan. Thanks. Oh, awesome. So my second question is, Jamal Anderson, original Dirty Bird Jamal Anderson, he's, he's gone through some hard times over the years, and we've all seen that. Does the NFL, unlike the WWE, do they not have some program where they try to rehabilitate players that are out of the league and try to get them back on their feet? Because this is Jamal Anderson story here in Atlanta. Do you live in Atlanta still? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm up in Duluth. I'm up north, yeah. Okay, so you're up there by Jamal. So you, you, you're seeing all these stories every year about Jamal just falling on hard time after hard time after hard time. Does the NFL not have anything in place to help a guy like him out? I mean, he seriously need some help. I mean, I watched the TMZ video when he got arrested two weeks ago and I mean, he just looked bad and it was sad, man. I mean, you know, he was my he was my hero when I was a kid. You know, I, I was in I was a senior in high school when he went to that uh, Super Bowl and is the NFL, do they not have anything in place to help guys like him out? We do. We, we, we absolutely do. We, uh, we have uh, programs with the NFL Player Association, NFL Player Engagement. We have uh, Player Athlete Foundation. So we, we have money that can go to players who you know, need help with uh, car notes and house notes because you're right, guys who fall hard times. We have mental or health drug rehab. Uh, yeah, we, we have drug rehab stuff as well, but the problem is the guy has to want to change right. and he has to, to uh, reach out and you know I, I go to these uh, NFLPA meetings um, downtown at the Westside Cultural Arts Center you know every other month it's just good to see other players who uh, have played the sport and you know it, it, is a, it is a real brotherhood of, of guys you know, old and young and you know, different uh, positions and different levels of success in the league and after the league right. but with that one thing in common that we, we play between those lines there's something that gives you a certain level of comfort and makes you realize that it's not just you because guys still go through depression, guys go deal with anxiety, and sometimes it's because of the hits to the head. That, you know, yeah. CTE is real, and the uh, you know some of the effects of having the brain damage is real. I mean, I, I did my NFL concussion lawsuit. I'm part of that, uh, feel like everybody else. And doctor said I don't have quite enough brain damage to make that minimum uh, payout that they're given with a couple hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, well, all right, time out, time out. What do, you, what do you mean? I don't have quite enough brain damage. She's like, well, you didn't think you're going to play 20 years of, of the NFL, of football, and not have any brain damage. I'm like, dang, I ain't thinking about it like that. Because we don't think about it. It's impossible to play at the highest level if you're thinking about the brain cells you're losing and the damage that you're inflicting upon yourself. It's something that comes with the territory, and some guys deal with it um, or, or get it worse than others. And there's no t- and some guys also use it as a cop cop out, but there's no telling how much uh, he's dealing with or if it, he's just you know crying for help. So um, 
Yeah. He, he, he's, a, he's a good dude, you know, and his core, I've met him several times, hung out with him, and um, I, I wish him the best, because you know, I, I honestly didn't see the uh, the incident until a couple people would tell me about it. I was like, oh, come on, Mom, man, you better than that. And he, he knows it, but it, you, you get into a certain rut, and a certain pattern where you just do what, what comes naturally. You've got to change up his patterns and, or people you're hanging out with, because... Uh, He's lucky that it wasn't worse. Right, right. That's true. All right, Ovi, man. I know you got to go. Yeah, got to go. Got to go. Family, man. And uh, before we let you go, I got to I gotta ask you about this. I saw that you have a comic yep. book, man, The Gridiron Green, man. Tell us a little bit about that, yes, man. Sir. That looks so cool. No, I appreciate it, man. That, that's been a, um, a passion project of mine. Um, my, my kids were born uh, early. They were born premature. And the air quality in Atlanta, even though it wasn't that bad, it was a uh, low-level smog alert, it uh, almost killed my kids. And when you realize that, um, you know, I, I got seven and eight-figure salaries and I got the house and the car and I have the ability to give my kids whatever they want, but the most important thing I couldn't give them, which was, you know, the gift of life, because... This whole environmental thing, something that I didn't really care about or know about, I thought was, uh, you know, a rich person's issue or, or someone else's issue, not my issue. Right. And I was kind of interested in it, but I wasn't really all in. And I realized that if, if I say I love my kids, which parents say all the time, I've got to love the environment. I've got to, you know, understand and deal with climate change and global warming and understand your carbon footprint and how we can really give our kids the best. Because athletes are natural born leaders. We breathe more air, drink more water, and play on God's green earth. We should be the ones fighting for this planet, yet very few are. So I decided to create, you know, the first NFL player to create an environmental foundation to use sports to promote sustainability. And the comic book is the tip of our spear in changing the mindset, changing the conversation, changing the way people look at the environment, understanding that it's not about, you know, polar bears and hugging trees right. and butterflies. It's about people. It's about Hurricane Katrina. It's about Flint, Michigan. Right. It's about the uh, environmental injustice that goes on every single day and making sure that, you know, the people who are the most vulnerable are going to be affected the worst by this issue uh, can be part of the solution, not deal with the problem. So we're, we're engaging and inspiring youth to be the next generation of environmental stewards. That's cool. And the comic book is uh, the key. Well, that's what's up. That is, man. And you can get it on your website. I saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, go to omfgreen.org and um, you can get it from the website. Click that gridiron green link and the website's in up. Uh, Right now, we're, we're building a new one right now. We're going to have gamification on it. We've got an augmented reality company we're working with. Cool. We're about to do some really cool stuff. But uh, support the foundation, support the uh, comic book, or graphic novel, the kids uh, say it right now. <laughs> and uh, we got yeah. some things in the work. All right, man. Volvi, man, we really appreciate your time, man. You know, and uh, thanks for, for talking to us. <laughs> If you write a no second problem, book, man. make sure that make, if you write a second book, make sure the villain is Bobby Petrino. That's another story. My, one of my first uh, okay, assignments okay. when I was working uh, as a college sports analyst, yeah. how about they gave me the Bobby Petrino game? And I was at, in Louisville, <laughs> and I was interviewing me and Bobby in a room by ourselves, and I was interviewing him on the game. And in the back of my head, I was like, 
Don't ask me why I left early. 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 Bobby, how about you? Why did you uh, decide to come to Louisville? <laughs> it was, it, only me and Bobby knew like what could have went out of that room, but he ended up losing to Tom Herman that game in Louisville. What I called it was an interesting game, but uh, right. you know, I love Bobby though. He, he he gave me that that big deal, so uh, right. uh, he, he's all right with me. <laughs> Man, all right, all right. I know you got to go super quick. One super quick question: You got any insight yeah. on the um, the new football league starting up right at the Super Bowl? Mike Vicks, our offensive coordinator, I understand here in Atlanta. You got any insight to players or anything? T- my insight is that this is going to change the game in a great way. I've been following the Atlanta legends on, on Twitter and all the social media. I've been following the players. I, there's so much excitement from these players because they're giving the most important thing you can give somebody like these guys opportunity. Just give me a chance. Just give me a chance to show you what I can do. Because all these guys are on third and fourth string uh, of these NFL teams. They may never get a chance to see that field, field in any, you know, real action and show people what they can do. But out here, I know the competition is not going to be the NFL, but if you ball out and you get the opportunity to, to show me what you can do, you can land an NFL gig and you can live out your dreams. And they have so many great things. Just, just off of here, what they're doing for their players with the uh, like their player association for the, uh, uh, the Lions Football League, mm-hmm. they're paying these guys better than I thought they would. They're making sure that they have similar type of uh, support with mental health and with uh, finances and just education and developing these guys. It's a great opportunity for all these fringe guys to still play football, which is all some guys just want to do. So I love the league. I love Atlanta Legends. I love the uniforms. I'm excited to watch some more football as this fall season ends. I'm, I'm excited about it. Nice, nice. Hey, and you're not worried that the XFL is going to steal some of their steam? Right, all right. Hey, man, I know you got to. I know you got to go. Thank you for your time. Yeah, you thank you. You are everybody. a classy, classy uh, guest. We've absolutely. had we've had Chuck Smith on the show, and Chuck Smith sucks. But you, <laughs> you're the man. Uh, you're the yeah. man. Yo, you're He's already mad at us. He's, he's already mad at us. He's already mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you the story next time you're on the show. We'll tell you the story next time in the show why Blah Chuck is mad at us, man. But thank you for your time. No, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do it again, guys. Thanks Definitely. a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, appreciate it. All right, bye. All right, man. That went pretty well. What y'all think? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah man. Got some good, got some good stuff out of that, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, I, 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 oh, man. Yeah, I killed it. Are you, kid, are you kidding me? I killed it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> before we wrap it up, let's go a little entertainment talk, man. We we, we mentioned it to uh, Ovi about Jamal Anderson, man. What, who? Right. I say this with you know respect because obviously this man has some uh, issues. Peace and love. Peace and with. love. <laughs> but uh, uh, over, I think this is before the New Year's uh, New Year's Day. Jamal Anderson was trying to do the responsible thing and was going to have a night on the town and 
use the uh, you know a uh, uh, driving service like you know a lot of people use yeah. Lyft, Uber, and, Lyft. You know, Uber and all that good stuff. Yeah. So uh, you know, I guess the night got you know the the night got uh, you know got got so carried away because <laughs> instead of just calling a Lyft or Uber, <laughs> he ends up uh, getting a limo service. And I guess during the process of you know taking him from like downtown to you know where he lives in like Gwinnett County, uh, he got into an argument about you know paying because I guess the guy was like, "Look, are you gonna, how are you paying for this?" And right. so, so I guess the limo driver just kicked the top. He said, "He said so, we'll pretend chips." Hey, okay, and I'm gonna get to that. So apparently, this is at a gas station or maybe close to the gas station. They got you know. He got to go quick trip. I thought it was banned from quick trip. <laughs> so from this point, there's there's a, a police, you know, police where the uh, cameras, you know, the body cams. So you know, from this point, we can see where a uh, police a policeman is, uh, you know, or actually a lady is, you know, coming to him asking, you know, what's, you know, heard there's a, you know, disturbance and you know, makes the ID and he hands proceeds to hand her his bag of chips. That apparently he did not even pay for at the gas station that he's standing in front of. So she says, "You know, sir, can I have your ID?" He proceeds to go in his wallet and hand a pack of cigarettes. It's like, dude is just trashed. Straight what? Bomb. Whoa, whoa! And, uh, Trash. You no, know, you know, after you know two minutes of that, you know, it's pretty sad to see this. Uh, uh, they go ahead and cuff him up. So uh, you know, Jamal Anderson got arrested. You know, for uh, you know, public. Drunkenness and uh, you know, get into a get into an altercation with the uh, you know a person who's driving a limo. So, pray for Jamal, man. <laughs> he needs prayer, man, because apparently this dude has some sort of <laughs> CTE issue going on. But he can't stay out of trouble unless he's just a knucklehead. They still keep him on his show on Channel uh, Five, though. Oh yeah, uh, I Yeah, him and he's the on hit. TV. Yeah. Yeah, he has that's the, the one when he was, that's, that's the one when he got arrested eating you know, chips when he was outside. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. Also uh, got caught snorting coke off a toilet bowl in a nightclub. What happened years ago? Eighteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully Jamal will get it together, man. Especially for his kids. Y'all see that video of his daughter singing? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she is straight R. Yeah. Kelly material. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that'd be a good uh, leeway. Harry <laughs> said, "Bring him in." Okay. Oh man. All right, we'll bring him in for it real fast. And uh, but uh, all right, what what else y'all want to talk about? What happened to uh, Cat Williams and Wanda Smith? Let's talk about that. Well, yeah. what happened? Wanda Smith got fired apparently after her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. What happened? Well, I mean, after um, you know, after she had that little altercation on the show, where she went back and forth with Cat, and then the next night at the comedy club, where you know her husband was standing outside. You mean Lamar? showing the footage. You mean? Yeah, Lamar? he was standing outside. Yeah, okay. he was standing outside, oh. waiting, waiting for her to show up, and um, waiting for Cat to show up. And when Cat showed up, they pulled a gun on him and chased him into a food depot and all kind of crazy mess. My only question is, what the fuck is a food depot? I know Publix. I know Publix. Yeah, yeah. Food depot is like on a Mexican building. Excuse Q. He lives in uh, uh, <laughs> Burbank, Atlanta. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is uh, food depot? Uh, 
I know when Dixie. No, uh, I just, uh, oh, I just got, uh, people, I, just got it, I, I got it like that. I got a big house on the big side of town, and it versus Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Snoop when they come to Food Depot. But I only get drinks up out of there. <laughs> hey, everybody! We, uh, we have uh, Aries Falcon that just joined us. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the show, what's up, Aries? Yeah. Uh, what's going on, man? I, I just figured I'd call in real quick. I'm, you know, I'm sitting, sitting on my break at work, so. I hear you. Oh, oh, man. Miss Hobie, man. Just yeah. missed. Yeah, you just missed Hobie, miss man. man. You sitting there right now in a in a pit of grease and depression? Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Okay. Hey, man, you know, I got a message here that just said I was whitewashed. I had to come back there just now. Don't, don't start and I won't be nothing. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Aries, you missed a good one with Ovi, man. He gave us some good insight. Yeah, you good, man. On uh, Cotter and uh, Mike Malarkey, man, because, well, definitely Dirk Cotter. And uh, and Keith Armstrong because he was there. And Michael Vick. Yeah, and Michael. Like, like, I mean, I mean, like, like I said, I, I didn't see no point in hiring a guy who you beat five out of the last six times. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm You played each other, so. Right. Oh, there is somebody shoot. Damn. No, what was a helicopter? No, I'm just at the airport. Oh, yeah. 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 I will ha- ha- mess up some shit for you. <laughs> what, what? Hey, what's the airport? Don't suck out like five airports out there. Not one. Don't fly into LAX. What's one? Because there's like five airports in LA, right? Yeah, there's a lot out there. Long Beach Airport. Long Beach, okay. I got you. Long Beach. <laughs> All right, Eric. Wow, wow, wow. You be yelling at me. We were talking, we were wrapping up, but we were talking about, uh, we were some entertainment stuff, man. We were talking about what happened with Wanda Smith. She, apparently, she got fired from her job after that whole Cat Williams mess. So, how long was she on the show before she got fired? Uh, a good two months. Three months. About two months. Oh, oh months. Yeah. yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. It happened, I think, it happened in, uh, I think September. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But that was bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think they was trying to see. I think they was trying to just wait it out and see what was going to happen with her husband. But I think uh, I, I, don't, I haven't seen anything. But I mean, maybe he got charged. Maybe he didn't. But if you bring your husband up to deal with some dirty work, when you're going at a two and a half million dollar comedian, you can't do that. Yeah. And, he also- and she was clearly going after him. Now she had plenty of time to just stop and let it go. She was. She was trying her hardest to compete with him. She can't. She, can't have- she, no. she tried to stop, but then he kept going. So she felt like she had to keep going. And going back at him, so yeah. I felt like it was the other way. I've seen y'all the video after we off this call. I felt like he didn't want anything to do with her, other than that little lighthearted joke about the cooking and the broccoli. That was lighthearted. That's not anything to be mad about. But then you know she started saying his hair. Well, and, we we we've been through that. Mama. We've been through that, man. We've been through that. that that's all. Man. That's all craziness, man. All that I'm gonna say about that is that. Uh, he should have been, her husband should have been arrested for that damn name. For naming his mama naming him a Lamaris. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> outside All of right that. There, All right, Carmen. <laughs> 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 All right, Q. 
Quincy. <laughs> All right, uh, one more thing, man. What about y'all been checking out this R. Kelly special, man? R. Kelly's going down. They already arrested his manager, his former manager. They got a warrant out for his ass. Y'all been watching that on Lifetime? I didn't hear that, man. I, I, I knew there was a DA was getting ready to go I've seen the first, well, I've seen part one, two, and three. I haven't watched four, five, and six yet. So I refuse. I refuse. I'm, I'm off for the next couple of days, so, I, so that, 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 that I figured that, that that's when I watch it. Seen none of it yet. Yeah, me neither, man. I need to watch enough, though. Yeah, I actually, I actually, I actually talked to Kells this week, man. I actually talked to Kells this week. Yeah, man. Well, he said he told me he said he saw his wife crying, and and, you know he asked her what was wrong, and she said the neighbors said you're a pedophile, and he's like a pedophile. He's like, man, that's a big ass word for a 13 year old girl. <laughs> we waited all day for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the wow. middle of talking to him, though, he was like, he was all agitated, like he had to go somewhere. I said, You got somewhere to be right now? And he said, Nah, yeah, I got to go across the street. They got some Girl Scout cookies over there. I got to go. But I did ask him, though. I said, I said, Carol, what you going to do after your singing career is over? And he said, It's going to go be a lifeguard. So he can uh, pee on people with jellyfish things. So, so in these interviews with these girls saying all that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah, yeah. even up to the current stuff that happened last year, man. Like he had the whole harem here in Georgia. And had the girls yeah, brainwashed. Yeah, man. Had, yeah, yeah. Had them brainwashed, and you know their parents was looking for him. It was all over the news. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was a trip, man. He wouldn't let them like leave a room. He won't let them talk how, to each other. How, how old were these girls? But they were. I mean, they were young. They were in the early twenties. They, they started off. They start, but he but, but he, he had started them, young. Since they were young, though, yeah. he raised them like chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to him though, man. He said he was going broke. He said he didn't have a pot to piss in. Here we go with pee jokes. <laughs> no, no, no. But on all serious, no. He, he does have a new job coming up. He said um, he was being featured on the next season of, uh, to catch a predator, so he's gonna be all right. <laughs> I know I heard. I know you heard. Supposed to be suing everybody involved. That's, that's too much. Harry <laughs> said that's too much. Hear that, cute? Yeah, that's too much, man. You missed my one joke. What's the difference between R. Kelly and Acne? What? <laughs> oh, no, we don't want to hear that. Our job, man. The difference between R. Kelly and Acne? Acne waits till you're 13 before it comes on your face. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. So I heard R. Kelly say he was suing everybody involved in this. He's trying to. Yeah. Good uh, luck on that. Yeah, he's trying to. He, well, he actually tried to sue them before he it came out. Read. How you gonna sue somebody? He can't even read. <laughs> that part I did not know. Right? Now, I don't understand that part. If dudes are literate, read. he can't read or write. How can he make these damn songs? Mm, well, he can say. I don't know. He, he, he claims he can't. He claims he can't read. <laughs> what do you think? He just can't write. He can sing. He just can't write them down. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. Nigga got a good memory. <laughs> wow. Well, well, I think he's going down, man. I think the brother has a major problem, and they they they, they coming from they coming from him, man. By the time this thing is over, oh, yeah. I mean, they've tried to get him before. He's got off on technicalities, 
but I think they're going to get him like they got Kaz. He's next. I talked to the Kaz this week. He said, what the fuck? You'll be in the cell right next to Kaz. Exactly. Neighbors. Do not bring that pedophile next to me. At least I think they were older before I slipped out some tea. You, you know, Kaz can't even see. They said Kaz is legally blind. He gonna think he in the shower. It ain't gonna be a real shower. It's gonna be a golden shower. <laughs> but God, they should have used that drug I was using. They wouldn't remember shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> On that they note, bounce, they gonna bounce ideas off of each other. <laughs> On that note, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go around the league real quick. We, we already went around the league. I thought. We're talking about the playoff matchups coming up. We got some playoffs coming talking, up. We, we, we talking about Sean Payton. All right, Sean Payton walking to the locker room with the Lombardi, the Lombardi Trophy today with two hundred thousand dollars. You know, uh, you know, in like a sack and told the players, if "You win three, three more fucking games, you can get this." Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about wow, that. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yep. I wish New Orleans would bring ass here talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we don't want to see any parts of New Orleans. We get a better. Yeah. Not right now. Not this team. Hell no. <laughs> and, I, and I know they're going to beat these Eagles, too. I already know that. You think so, Al? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they, so. call, they call Nick Foles Big Dick Nick. Because he got a big dick. <laughs> Another my player lifted up to the media. The Eagles have a big dick. Say what? I think so, too. The Eagles actually have a shot for the beat, I think they'll come I hope they do. I hope they do too. They barely, they barely, I hope they do too. Barely skid past the last game. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, hey in the famous words of uh, the Fast and the Furious, win is a win. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Mm-hmm. All right. What up? Did y'all see the, the Houston Texan game? Yeah, oh, yeah, what's up with Watson, man? I thought he was going to be the next big hotshot, man. The next Cam Newton. That's his first full year, so I mean, he's going to give him time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give him another year, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not getting up. I'm not giving up on him yet, but he needs to. Yeah, I hope he has a great year next year because yeah, that's the first time he's been on that big stage with a uh, in the NFL. So I don't yeah. know, man. Some jitters going on. That's true because he was injured. Like he was injured before last year. Before they made, did they even make the playoffs last year? After he was injured, they they didn't. Not last year. How about Not them Cowboys? Year, no. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys, come on! Uh, I, I got no faith in those cowgirls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the Cowboys bug stops in L.A. The Rams gonna roll them. I think so. I think so. I'd be super surprised if they get that win. And I don't think the Rams are a playoff team. And I know Kansas City is doing their thing. I don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're both young teams. But I think uh, L.A. rolls over the Cowboys. What about the Chargers? I won't sleep on them, man. I won't sleep on the Chargers. I hope they beat New England. That's for damn sure. Yeah, definitely. Little little known fact, I am rooting for Phillip Rivers because his uncle is our dentist right here in Atlanta. Little River Dental. He's the (laughs) owner is he? And he? Yeah. Right here. Right by the house. And we go into his office. He has Philip Rivers stuff everywhere. Huh. And so we asked him, we were like, what's up with all the San Diego stuff? You're a big fan? He said, no, that's my nephew. Oh, and then wow. he proceeded to talk to us for an hour while he's cleaning my son's teeth. 
about Philip Rivers. So um, so I'm rooting for Philip. Uh, his uncle's gonna be in my mouth at some point. So I'm like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> 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 I mean like that. Who wow. got me? Oh damn, he brought it on out. It's out there. <laughs> I said he's a dentist, <laughs> and he's gonna be in my mouth. I heard Sammy Socialite said that he's thinking about practicing dentists <laughs> to be a dentist. No, uh-uh. You better keep delivering those sausage pieces to Just the gate. You need a new one. You want to change. When you hey Aries, when this phone call is over, go on to uh Sammy Socialite's Twitter page and check out some of his pictures. You're gonna be like, what in the hell? All right, and yeah. the funny thing, the funny thing about it is, no, 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 wearing that king outfit was, was, was all I needed to see. I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Wait, what outfit did you What picture was it? We had a king outfit. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Are you tripping on that? The, the, the cape. The yeah. Little, yeah, yeah. Are you tripping on that? Yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all again, man. Leave Sammy alone because he's a friend to the show. Huh? He's a friend to the show. So, Rock, if we're going to get into Q's world, do you have the footage loaded up from uh, from the um, from either the girl today that ate ass or the um, the guy at the guy at GameStop? Oh. Do you have either one of those? If y'all see give the guy at GameStop, yet? give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, I, I, I see the guy at GameStop. Oh my lord! I that saw guy that at GameStop. Too. All right, we're gonna... I sent it to y'all. Hope y'all saw. It. All right, I'll give it a... up. I'll give it's it. A... I'll give it an intro, Q, and you can explain it, and then I'll play it. All right, we got a new segment we're going to have, and it's going to be quick, but it's called Q's World, when Q talks about a crazy video he sends us on his group text at least once a week. Okay, well, unfortunately, this girl, um, she um, decided it was about time to treat her boyfriend to something right and uh, eat his ass. And unfortunately, while she was eating that ass, she ran into a piece of corn. And she said, well, I don't know where this corn came from because I had a PB&J before I came to your house. <laughs> With that being said, hit the footage, Rock. That damn nigga asked me to eat their ass, bro. Never again. I was eating this nigga ass. And then I was like... <laughs> It was a piece of corn. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, why is there corn? Like, did, did you know why he was just like, um, like that came from you? I said, nigga, what? I ate a peanut butter and jelly scales before I came here. So I knew it wasn't for me. She don't like corn on the cob no. anyway. I don't like corn on the cob anyway. Yo, that, last, that last part just killed it for me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Q, I don't know where you find this stuff, man, but keep it coming. Real star. Real star. <laughs> Visit Real Star. Download the app, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Real star. Yeah. Hey, how you, how you find Sammy on Twitter? 
don't know. He's a chameleon. Uh, I think you really just. Oh, I just, I just, I just typed in Samisocialite. Yeah, I typed, yeah, Samisocialite Twitter, and his Twitter page came up. But if you want to find him, he's friends with all of us on all of our Twitter pages, though. You just go to our Twitter page and look at our friends, and you'll find Sammy that way too. Literally, I just typed in Sammy S-O-C and he's kicking it like a football punt. Yes, that he is! That's his new tag. Kicking it like a football punt. Alright, well, Sammy's not there kicking it like a football punt. Can't hate him. Yeah. I'm gonna control him. I need a fake page so I can troll him. I'm sorry, that last part, I started busting up laughing. (laughs) What last part? I don't even like corner cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that killed me, man, when I saw that this morning. But all right, we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for checking us out at the What's Up Falcons podcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud. You can check us out on Armchair Media. We're still there kicking. And um, for, for now, when they hear those R. Kelly jokes, <laughs> we'll see what happens. And uh, you can check us out on iTunes. And you can hit us up on our uh, text line at 770-268-0555. And if that is it, you guys, anything else to say? We'll wrap it up. Um, hey, I was wondering, are we going to have a draft show? Yes. Well, we got we got more playoff shows to do before the playoffs. So yeah, we well, definitely yeah, got to do yeah. a show before the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll probably but we do, definitely will have a draft show. Yeah, like always. We'll probably do a Super Bowl show and then we'll do a draft show. Okay, yeah, because we'll probably um, um, on YouTube we'll have a, a, a draft night hangout, so okay. you'll be able to hear everybody. Cool. So, so we'll I'll come and watch you then. I'll you come and watch you send y'all the link. Yeah, send us the link. Yes, and we will. And we will put it on our. Check out Eric. Check out this picture. Just said, man, look how his look how low his hand is when he has it on the rack. Hold on, let me see. Look, look how low his hand is. What kind of man put his hand that low? Oh, the waist around a friend. Oh wow. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who his friend is. Kind of tall. <laughs> uh, I, saw this, I saw this picture on this site the other day. I didn't send it to you guys because I thought he was a famous rapper. So I was like, "Yeah, he's not trying anything with him." Is he a famous rapper or no? Uh, I, don't, I don't know who the hell he is because yeah. this is the second picture. You go to the first, but this is the second picture. If you go to the original picture, it's like, hey, this is me and young somebody, young little somebody. You know all the rappers, motherfuckers, you know, young and little somebody. But anyways, he was like, yeah, this, you know, <laughs> yeah, somebody. But then the, then I saw this second post with it about the hand thing, but I was like, oh, this must be a famous rapper. He probably would have slapped him if he tried anything. But Sammy looked like he about to bust out of that shirt, though, at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, I'm doing with that. I'm Quit being me. Oh, I know, yeah, that's, that's what it says too. It's, it's, it's my friends are clowning <laughs> me for, for for my hand placement. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Sammy, low, put that hand up, Sammy. Put that hand up, brother. <laughs> and what in the hell is that nigga wearing? Shoes and a belt. Wow. <laughs> All I didn't right. know the LGBTQ had a new rapper. Look. Real awesome here, man. I told you, man. I said the show has to end after my third beer. Nigga, I'm on my fourth. 
<laughs> well, on that note, we're going to end this before I'm chair kicks us out. <laughs> don't edit this part out, though. Let it be known. Yeah, I am, man. But if that, is, that is it, I will talk I will talk to you fellas later. <laughs> All right, man. Peace out, y'all. Love Peace. Y'all, man. Peace. Later. Peace. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. 